Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? This episode of Level Up is brought to you by Transistor.fm. You want to start your own podcast? We use Transistor.fm to publish each episode of Level Up, and they help us distribute it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It can seem complicated to launch a podcast, but Transistor makes it super easy to get set up and start posting. They also give us stats on our most popular episodes. I love tracking the analytics and seeing which episodes you guys are loving the most so I can create better content for you. So if you have a podcast idea and want to get started, you can use Transistor as your host account and you can get 15% off your first year when you sign up at transistor.fm slash level up, T-R-A-N-S-I-S-T-O-R dot F-M slash level up. Again, that's transistor.fm slash level up for 15% off your first year. Hello, my Level Up family. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, today is the release day. So today is Valentine's Day. Might not be Valentine's Day when you listen to it. However, every day is love day. And when I planned these episodes, because I record them in advance, we're going to be talking about today money, relationships, health. It's all tied into the law of attraction, which is all tied into love. So happy love day, happy love month. And love is just the most powerful feeling in the world. Okay. So last week we spoke more on the law of attraction. We spoke about feelings. Our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings attract what we are feeling into our life. And so what is our mission? Our mission is to feel happy, to feel abundant, to feel grateful and successful. And as a result, we'll be attracting those images and reality into our life. So on the subject of feeling, how do you feel about money? How do you feel about relationships? How do you feel about health? Okay. And they talk about these things in the secret, in the power. You guys know how I feel about those books. And probably they talk about it in everything you'll ever read or learn about the law of attraction. We've learned that our feelings do create our reality and we can change our life. We can change our circumstances. And here's the thing that we just always want to remind ourselves, we can have it all. Like I can have it all. You can have it all. We don't need to stress about these things. We can create them in our life like right now. And it begins with how we feel about things. Money is a big thing. Now, some people can say it's not everything, all right? Money maybe can't buy happiness, but here's the reality. It can provide a way to do what makes you happy. We have one life. We have no dress rehearsal. What makes you happy? What do you love to do? Things cost money. Vacations cost money. College costs money. Homes cost money. Cars cost money. Giving takes earning money, right? So, and here's what I love about money. It's energy. To me, it's not a currency. It's an energy. It's part of life. I love money. I love it. So how do you feel 
about money because that does have something to do with the amount of money that you have in your life. The reason people don't have enough money most of the time is because they're blocking money from their life with the way they think about it, with the way they feel about it. We do this with our thoughts about money. Our thoughts create our feelings. And if we think negatively about money, then we feel negatively about money in our life. And then what happens? We attract more circumstances to support our story. We block all the abundance that is truly wanting to come to all of us. And so many people like, think about this. When they, when they think about money, they think about, gosh, I need money. I need money. Now, if you know anything about the law of attraction, when we feel like we need something, then we're going to be in a state of constantly needing this. When you need money, it sets off a powerful feeling inside of you. And what will happen next is you will continue to need money. So keep your mind focused on abundance. Know with complete and utter faith that you that everything you desire is coming to you. When you feel doubt, when you are worried, what did we talk about last episode, right? Visualize, see the exact outcome you desire, feel the gratitude for the money, be thankful for it, praise it. When moments of doubt creep in, immediately think about what you want. What is your income level you're looking to create? Like, what is that money going to do for your life? Is it a vacation? Is it a home? Is it a car? And we've learned this with the law of attraction. And there's a shortcut to what you want in life. It's feeling the happiness of having the amount of money you want, the amount of income you want, the amount of money in the bank you desire. What would your life feel like if you already had it? And it's feeling that way right now. That changes your frequency. It changes your energy. If money is something you desire more of, declare it. And we went over this last week. Ask for it. Believe it. Receive it. Declare it. Speak abundance over yourself. Prosperity is your birthright. How much do you want? What do you want to earn? Do you have credit card debt? So here's like an FYI, getting out of debt isn't a goal. So some might think, but getting out of debt is a good thing. When we use the word debt, when we think about debt, it's debt and we stay in debt. So like set yourself up, come up with a payment plan, come up with a plan, pay it weekly, monthly, whatever you're going to do, set yourself up automatically and don't even think about it. Focus. I'm not saying like ignore it, put it under the rug. I'm saying you need to pay it, but don't talk about it as a big goal. Just get yourself on a plan and focus on abundance. Find a way to feel good. Don't, I don't even look at a bill. I don't even open up a bill till I get myself in a feeling of like loving money. In fact, I've gotten myself to point that I'm like, oh my gosh, I love getting bills. I'm so grateful I could afford all of them. I love paying my taxes. I'm so grateful for the amount of money that I pay to the government because the reality is the more money I pay the government, the more money I'm earning. So feel the, even when you're opening up a bill, sometimes instead of viewing it as paying a bill and being grateful for that, view it as a check coming in. Think about what average people do when it comes to money and when it comes to income. Average may have an income goal for this year. They may say it, but like, do they really believe it? If you have huge goals that you believe will happen, and you feel them, you wouldn't turn around when somebody asks you to do something and say, you know what? I can't afford it. 
I don't want to buy that airline ticket. I'm not going to go on that trip four months from now because it's $400 for an airline ticket. So if we're saying those things and we have big goals and we're saying that we believe they're going to happen, then would you be able to afford a $400 airline ticket in four months or whatever it was? When we do that, our words and our feelings, that's that signal that they're not in alignment. Literally feel that you can afford to do anything, that you can afford to buy anything. When you see the car you desire to drive, think about it. Feel like that's my car. I'm going to have it. When you see homes you desire, think and feel that's my home. I'm going to live in that. Focus on abundance. Focus on prosperity. So I do affirmations and I drop episode affirmations every single Wednesday. Okay. So Money comes to me easily. Here's an example. I love money. I'm a money magnet. I have an abundance of wealth. I'm receiving money every day. And I know that I've definitely done money affirmations. Remember, wealth is a mindset. It isn't a bank account. It's all about how you think. Becoming wealthy starts with thinking thoughts of wealth and feeling wealthy. Giving, when you're donating, when you're giving to somebody else, when you're making a difference in somebody else's life, it evokes a feeling of wealth, of abundance, of prosperity. When we give, it's a feeling that we have plenty. And again, it's the feeling you give when you give. If you're giving and you're like, I really can't afford to give that and I shouldn't have given that. And it's, that's not giving with a feeling of abundance. Okay. Do you know that the wealthiest people in the world give the most amount of money away? Now, so many people might think, well, they have it so they could afford to give it away. But my friends, most of the time it's the other way around. They gave first. They gave their first. They gave their best. They were abundant and grateful with giving. And what they gave came back multiplied. So if you're ever thinking, I don't have enough to give, that's how you feel about money. And this is when you do want to give because we always have something to give. When you feel like you can't, when you give, you're living in faith and drawing abundance to you. And that's the key to energy is the key to energy is how you feel when you give. Give from your heart. Give with love. Give with gratitude. Give because you love giving and watch the magic in your life. You deserve to be successful. You deserve to be wealthy. You deserve to live an abundant life, but you must do your part. You must summon it to you. And it starts with our thoughts, and our feelings and how we feel about money. Okay, so let's talk about relationships. One of the things that we know or we should know is we cannot control other people, but we can control how we think. We can control how we feel. We can control what we allow, what we expect, and what we focus on. So what do you want your relationship to look like with a significant other? Okay. So maybe you're already in an amazing one. Maybe you're desiring a relationship. Maybe you have a relationship that you would love to change and have it be better. So you could take your scenario and apply it. And, and then, so even outside of a significant other, if you have children, what do you want your relationship with them to be like? Family, friends, be really clear on all of it. What do you want in a person? 
right? And now we'll go back to a significant other. Make a list. Be intentional. What is the ideal relationship with your kids? Write it down. Be detailed. Visualize having it. You know, it's amazing to me how sometimes like people are in, you ever know people, whether it's a friendship or a significant other, and it's just toxic and it's a lot of drama. Like, I got to ask you hypothetically, are you clear in your expectations? Are you clear in what you allow? Do you talk about the drama? Because when you talk about the drama, the drama lives on, right? And so I pride myself. I don't have drama in my life. I'll walk away from drama in my life. I've never had drama with a significant other. I've never had drama with my children. I don't have drama with my friends. Now, that doesn't mean there's not a disagreement from time to time, okay? But having a conversation out of love and respect is very different than drama. So figure out what you want your relationships to look like because it doesn't just happen to us. We are a willing participant in relationships. We get what we allow, right? Visualize having it. From the minute I had children, I always visualized children that were kind, respectful, hardworking, grateful, polite. And that's my children. But I talk to them with kindness. I talk to them with respect. I've shown them what it's like to work hard. I show them gratitude, right? I'm polite to them. So I I don't expect this from them without me giving it to them first. That's the way I speak to my children. That's how I treat them. All four of my children, I'm so grateful. And I this is not to brag, but they don't fight. They, I mean, look, there's always people, you ate this or whatever, small things, but I've never, they've never yelled at each other. They've never talked to each other with disrespect. They've never raised their voices. It's just not something that we talk about. We don't, we don't speak to each other that way. It's the expectation. It's just how I brought my kids up. It's my feeling towards parenthood. And so we must feel good about ourselves. How we feel about ourselves is how we take ourselves into any relationship that we have with somebody else. It's impossible to attract a good significant other if we don't feel love and respect for ourselves. How we feel about ourselves is the feeling we're giving off, right? And we talked about this in the last episode, how powerful those feelings are. What we give off, that's the feeling that comes back to us. If we don't respect ourselves, we're going to attract a partner that doesn't respect us either. If we don't love ourselves, it's impossible for another to treat us with love. It's it's just not going to work. The way we feel about ourselves is the feeling that we are giving off. One of the most important questions for us to continually ask ourselves is, do we treat ourselves the way we would want other people to treat us? Do you speak abundance into yourself? Do you build yourself up? Do you talk to yourself or into yourself? Do you believe in you? Do you know you're worthy? Do you know you're amazing? Most of the time, how others treat us is a mirrored reflection of the way we feel about ourselves. If we don't treat ourselves the way we want others to treat us, nothing in our life and our relationships is going to change. We will continue to attract and get the same type of relationship. When we don't treat ourselves with love and respect, respect, we're sending out a signal to the universe that we don't love and respect ourselves, and we attract how we feel about ourselves and our self-worth. So it's up to us to fill ourselves up 
Work on you. That's where the personal growth comes from. And I know you all do personal growth because you're here on a podcast, right? Health, get healthy, exercise, habits of self-love and self-worth. Take care of you. Don't put yourself last. If you put yourself last, guess what? You're telling others it's okay to put you last. When we put ourselves last, we're sending out a signal of unworthiness. If we don't fill ourselves up, we don't have anything to give others. And I did a podcast episodes back on self-love. So go and listen when you have a chance because I went over the importance of it and things that we can do to grow our self-love. We are responsible for our own joy our own happiness. Happiness is an inside job and our level of happiness is up to us. When we feel joy, it flows out of us. It's woven into every relationship we have. Our feelings create our relationship. And this is really great information to know. How many times do people wonder why they're in a certain relationship pattern? Always look within first no matter what the subject, right? Those who look outside dream, those who look on the inside awaken. So what do I mean by that? Like, why is this person doing this to me and that person doing that to me? That's all looking on the outside. What's the feeling you're giving off to even attract these things and these actions into your life? When we feel good, we attract amazing people. We attract amazing, healthy relationships. When we feel badly about ourselves, we're blocking all of the good relationships that are waiting for us. They're waiting there for you, including with the people that are already in our lives. Think about everything that is wonderful about you. Focus on all you love about yourself with any type of relationship. Focus on what you appreciate about that person. With a significant other, what do you love about them? What are you grateful for? What do you appreciate? With your children, what do you love? What are their amazing qualities? What are they good at? What do you appreciate? Same with friends. Same with people you do business with. Again, it all goes back to gratitude. When we complain, we get more of what we're complaining about. When we focus on gratitude, we get more of what we are grateful for, okay? And lastly, we're gonna talk about health. We talked about money, we talked about relationships. Now we're gonna talk about health, our body, our health. It is a byproduct of our thoughts, the way we feel about ourselves. So really just think about this for a minute. If we're saying, I'm unhealthy, I'm lazy, I'm old, I'm fat, I'm tired, I'm out of shape. If those are thoughts that become feelings, how do you think you're showing up in the world? What's your level of energy? What's your level of self-respect and taking care of yourself? Stress is connected to so many illnesses and different diagnoses today. And the best thing that we can do for stress in our lives is changing our thoughts creating our feelings, thinking happy thoughts, releasing worry, having faith, because here's the thing, fear and faith both require believing in something that hasn't happened. And we know the power of the law of attraction. Most of the things that cause us stress are scenarios that we play over and over and over in our minds. Negative thoughts and feelings affect our health. It affects our energy. Even when you aren't 
feeling physically well, don't focus on it. Focus on health. Focus on feeling amazing. Look at your dream board with a picture of the ultimate health you want to create in your life. So it could be like an older picture of you when you were feeling amazing. It could be the future picture of you from an image that you took from Pinterest or wherever you took it from, okay? Talk about being healthy. Do things that bring you joy, that make you happy. We're living and moving objects. Our cells react to energy. Focus on perfect health. Laugh as often as you can. Laughing is the best medicine. We keep disease in our body when we think about it, when we focus on it, when we talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it unless you want more of it. And the same thing with aging. And I'm guilty of this. You know, you guys, this is like a journey for me. You're going to find people that like teach and train the most on personal growth really have a lot. We do a lot of it in our lives. Okay. So like, I don't want to say I am guilty of this, but I want to say that I was guilty of this. Okay. I'm 50. And so some of the things made me a little bit too much information, but I've gone through quite a bit this year, like going through menopause in my life. And it was no joke. Okay. But here's the thing. I'm done talking about it. I'm done because the more I talk about it, I keep summing and attracting those same things into my life. So all I keep saying is I'm young, I am healthy, I am sexy, I am strong. And by the way, when I listen to others tell me about menopause, because this goes like, be, mind your mind and who you're talking to, because they're people that would, they would be like, oh my gosh, I know I was thin and then menopause happened and look at me now and look at me now. And sometimes I look at people and I'm like, oh my God, look at what they look like now. Maybe that's going to be me too. And I don't, I'm saying this with so much love. Now that's a decision. It's a choice. I could, yes, I put on a few pounds also. It was actually 13 pounds to be exact. And I'm down five but like I'm doing something about it because I could continue to have a really good excuse or a really good story. Yes, people gain weight, okay? Blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. I changed my thoughts, which changed my feelings and it changed my results. And I'm filling myself up every single day with love, with affirmations, with healthy thoughts, and I'm owning my results and I'm owning my life. Don't listen to what others are saying about aging, because we have control of our life. We have the power to literally create our dream life. Everything we want, everything we desire, it's an inside job. Our thoughts, our feelings, think happy thoughts, think abundant thoughts, radiate joy, energy, feel it to the core of your being. And as a result, you're going to be sending out powerful thoughts on money, on success, on relationships, and your health. Our life begins between our two ears. We are the sum of our thoughts, our beliefs, and our feelings. So are you ready to take action? Like we filled ourselves up with a lot of knowledge on the law of attraction. Okay, but it's time to take action. And next week, we're going to be talking about the action, the work, doing the do, making it happen. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. If it's meant to be, it's up to you. Okay, we are not only responsible for our thoughts, we're responsible for the actions that we take and the actions that we don't take. So I love you all. Talk to you soon.